0: Hi everyone, thanks for joining us on Fuel Radio. Brendan Watt, our guest today, once subscribed to the idea that in order to be happy, you have to fit a certain mold and follow a set path in life. He was the opposite of his true self and felt as if he was hiding. This led him to being severely depressed and almost hitting rock bottom. Now Brendan is a successful entrepreneur and author. He's passionate about showing people that fitting in is not the secret to happiness, and that unhiding who you are is the key to feeling at peace in yourself. Now, please help me welcome Brendan Watt. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fuel Radio. My guest today is Brendan Watt. Brendan, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: We're going to be talking about authenticity and unhiding and we might get into a little bit about access consciousness so I'm looking forward to I haven't I didn't do any research on that before (laughs) starting this conversation but I I am looking forward to finding out more about that it sounds like maybe it's a bit of a meditative practice which I'm into so I'd love to hear more about that
1: (laughs) We be happier you know
0: (laughs) let's start with a bit of background here it sounds like you uh, were fairly unhappy (laughs) before you found some tools that that helped you make some changes and it sounds like authenticity and and hiding was a part of that so how did you arrive at at some of these concepts that you're you're well, teaching um, people about and and espousing today
1: i first well i first started i, I first found access consciousness was almost 11 years ago and um, i would say un, unhappy is an understatement with that one i was just i basically spent my whole life trying to fit in but i always knew it was different since the time I was a kid, I was like, I knew I wasn't like other people, but I didn't quite know how to deal with it. So I went, okay, well, it looks like fitting in is what we do. And that's what I started doing. And basically over my life, I'd just given up on me. And I got to a point when I was, when I was 30 years old and, and I just had enough. I'd, I'd really just going, you know what, if this is it, I'm, I'm done. I'm unhappy every day. I don't have a sense of hope. I don't want to live. And I actually had a four-year-old son at the time and he would wake up next to me. We were sharing a room at my mother's house and he'd wake up next to me and be like, dad, what are we doing today? You know, like, and he'd be this ball of joy and I would be like, how am I going to, how am I going to show this kid that there's a different world available if I'm not willing to make some different choices? So I just started asking. I just started going, you know what, what's it going to take for something to show up that gives me more of me and it was only a couple of days later, I found this ad in the paper that was that was a couple of lines as a invitation to access consciousness. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this a try. And I did. And basically my life has just, been on a different journey since.
0: Well, since we've mentioned it, we, I, I'm not
1: gonna wait. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, pretty the elephant in the room maybe, out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in a nutshell, what is access consciousness?
1: It's basically, it's a set of tools and techniques to change and uh, change anything in your life, but also empower you to know what you know. You know, Mm. for so many of us, we're always looking for this answer, but we're not willing to be in the question, which is what, which is what allows for everything to contribute to us. And that was the thing that was sticking me big time was I was told, this is the way you live. This is the way you get happy. You know, you, you, you basically get a career, you get married, you have kids, you pay tax and you die. And I was like, that doesn't sound like much fun, but I did it. You know, I did it to the best of my ability. I did the relationship. I have a, I have a son who's now 16 and, you know, I started making money. And I remember thinking one day that I was like, once I have $10,000 in the bank, I'll be happy. Like I'll, I'll have that sense of happiness. And I remember the day that my bank account hit that and I went, nothing changed. Hmm. So it's really just, it's a. Oh, there's so much to it. I mean, we're in 176 countries around the world now with hundreds of thousands of people, you know, looking into it and using the tools and doing it. And it's for me, with facilitating it and with where my life is at now, it's such a gift to see somebody walk in and go, you know what? I'm kind of a little lost right now. I don't really know who I am. I don't really know, like, what I'm here for where's the joy and to walk out of a seminar or walk or get off a telecall or whatever it is that they choose or a book to go wow i feel like i have a sense of meaning again i feel like i have hope again and have that joy in my world that i want to live and that's that's one of the greatest gifts for me is seeing that in people i just love it
0: what's what's the process like what like what's the seminar like
1: well So one of the first things is the access bars, which is what I found 11 years ago. And it's 32 points on the head. When lightly touched, it's basically like deleting your computer bank. It's getting rid of all the crap that we store in our heads and in our lives and getting rid of that and getting rid of all the beliefs and the fixed points of view that we have about stuff. But when I first found this, and and so I called this girl, she had two lines in the paper that said, all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Call Mel. That was it. And I read it, went, what? But something, something just sparked in me. And and I was not one for, you know, like I'd done a lot of seeking my whole life, trying to find something to something to show me a different way, because I knew what we've shown and what we're told and what we believe. I knew there was more beyond that. I just didn't didn't know how to get to it. And I called this lady and she said, okay, so at at worst it's going to be like you had a great massage and at best your whole life is going to change and I went and I saw this girl and like I said I was unhappy to a degree that was pretty extreme and I went and saw this girl and I got this session for an hour and a half and I laid there and just sobbed for an hour and a half I didn't realize how much how much sadness and how much stuff that I just had suppressed and held in and just tried to hide from me. And when I had somebody there that was just there with me, she didn't have any judgment of who I should be. She was just there with me. I, that hour and a half changed my life. And that's where it begun from there. And then we've got lots of, you know, we basically have tools and processes to change anything in your life that's not working. Anything that you want. You know what? I'd like to have this as great too. I'd like to have more of this in my life. I'd like to actually get up and not go straight into judgment of myself. And that's the thing that was sticking me the most was every day it was, how can I make myself wrong today? How, how many times, how many ways can I judge myself? And that was a big gift for me because that's what I thought, that's what I thought being a life gift was, was you just judge everything. Everything's about right and wrong. Nothing was about choice. And when I started learning about choice it was, a choice and that every choice we make is creating our lives. And I heard this in one of the seminars and i went, like, wait a minute. So if my life is this messed up right now, because I've chosen it, you mean I could make some different choices? And I did. And I started doing that. And my life just has gotten bigger and more like me ever since.
0: It, it sounds like fitting in was a big part of what one of your strategies for happiness. and so you you eventually got to the point or this course or whatever convinced you to stop trying to fit in and why do we need to stop trying to fit in and and in order to start being happy
1: well i think we give up so much of us in order to fit in like we, we stop that exploration of who we are basically and then we start creating ourselves on this image like for me as a kid, I knew I was different, but I also didn't see anywhere where that fitted, where that fit into anything. So I started going, okay, so what, and I started creating myself as what I thought other people would like, what other people would would accept, basically what was acceptable. And every, in order to create that image, I had to give up everything that I actually liked about myself. You know, Mm -hmm. now, I mean, we've, with social media being the way it is, like we look to others to how to be rather than looking to us and going, okay, what would I like to be in this world? And the thing that I see is where the joy comes from is we are all different. We're all unique in who we are, yet for a lot of us, we try and be like other people or we try and fit in or we try and follow or we try and see where we fit into that structure rather than going on that exploration of, if I was being me, who would I be? What would I choose? And it's just a di- its a different space to live by. And it's definitely the joy that comes with it is the this, this space that starts showing up in your life that you can live as. Like when you have, I mean, for me, when I don't go to this place of I'm wrong, but actually have gratitude for me, that's when I get this sense of joy in my world. And that's when I know for me personally, I contribute to, I contribute to everybody else around me based on my willingness to know who I am. And that's what I see a lot of us do is we kind, of, we kind of shut ourselves off to protect this image and we keep all the things that we've decided is bad or terrible or wrong about us hidden from us. And then we have to try and prove against it rather than, you know what? For me, I have my shit too. Like I, you know, I have things that aren't quite perfect. Definitely not perfect. I've tried to be perfect that didn't work but it's like but it keeps us in this this place of judgment constantly Mm -hmm. that's where the joy goes
0: just go back to your story just for a sec I shouldn't have jumped off that so quickly so you went to this one session Uh and you you cried it out I did uh, you said it changed your life what what kind of happened after that
1: well so after that I went and sat in my car because I drove to see this girl. I went and sat in my car and I just sat there. I didn't even start it. And I didn't even know why. Like I was not, I had no expectation of what was about to show up. I just knew that there was something that, that this girl was offering that could create change for me. And I sat in my car and I had that sense of me again. I just had this sense of peace in my world that hadn't been there for a long time. Yeah, and that that was the thing for me was I was in a constant state of conflict with myself because I knew I was different, but I was trying to be normal. So it was this constant fight against me. And so after that, I kept I kept going back and getting getting sessions with this girl once a week for I think a couple of months. And like I said, I was I was staying at my mom's house at the time. And after a couple of months, she went, What are you doing? And I went, What do you mean? And she said, You're happier again. You're happy again. And I was like, you know, and she she started changing as I was changing, and she wasn't even doing it yet. Just me <laughs> more of me. She started going. She started getting to be more of her, and and that was so. That's pretty much where it, where it happened. And then I went, you know what? I need more of this. I I'm, I'm going for more of me, and it, and it basically I just started on that journey to to creating my life. With a lot more consciousness in it, rather than the place where I was functioning from, which was judgment. Hmm.
0: I'm wondering if you could define for us. You've mentioned this a few times, in what you've been saying. Is you know, and, and it's in your notes as well. You talk about the true self, and you're, you're you you've mentioned you, you got to be me. And we see we see little memes about that all the time as well, right? We um, have
1: no idea what it means. We
0: have no idea what it means. So I'm just wondering what it means. To you because i mean i can sure identify with that like you know I, and i think most people do you know who am i and yeah. and then different people have different all kinds of different opinions on on what that is so i'm wondering what what that is what that means to you
1: well you know the the, the piece of the piece of information that i i i've heard this for quite a while but i didn't really let it sink in until not that long ago was when you're truly being you it feels like nothing It doesn't have a feeling to it you don't you don't feel it the way that you feel it when you create from an image so i would just i'd be like oh i don't feel like anything so i mustn't be being me but when you're being you you actually have that space to choose anything and Mm -hmm. that was a tough one to start getting because i was you know i liked the you know a little bit of drama in my life where i had all these feelings and stuff but one of the one of the things with being is you get to create yourself constantly when you're being you you get to go okay so if yesterday wasn't the sum total of who i am today what would i create myself as so and this is that thing with the exploration and one of the questions that that i started asking every day is okay so who am i today and what grand and glorious adventures can i have and start creating myself from that space not well, I was this person yesterday. Now I have to keep maintaining who I was in the past in order to be what I've decided I need to be in the future. It allows for you to, you know, because a lot of us, we kind of, like, if you do something that you judge is wrong, you'll go, oh my goodness, like, I can't believe that rather than go, okay, so that was probably not my best choice. And do I really desire to choose that as me or would I like to make a different choice? And it gives you the freedom to create yourself, which mm. is the beautiful thing about it, rather than rather than be stuck in everything that, once again, the stuff that we judge about us.
0: Hmm. I, I like that idea of starting fresh every day. I mean, I think sometimes we, when we do it to ourselves, you know, we put ourselves in a box. We, yeah. we, we say, I should speak personally, i would say to myself i'm created to be this therefore i got to do this or um worse yet (laughs) so and so sees me as this and wants me to be this then i'm going to try and like you you mentioned about trying to please other people and that sort of thing then i'm going to try to be that what this person thinks i'm going to be but it sounds like when you when the basis for yourself is nothing you get to start each day with sort of a a clean state it it sounds like a lot it sounds like it's more of an intuitive journey like okay what do i want to what do i want to be today and and then and then just take the next step am i am i tracking with you you're definitely
1: you're definitely tracking with this and you're definitely not just speaking for yourself on that one and it's like (laughs) i see this is what i see with most most people and the thing that see because with that with that being and, and knowing that you can create yourself every day, it doesn't have any predictability to it. And that's why most people, most of us go, Oh, I don't really want to choose that because I kind of like having my future predetermined. I like to know that I can bring the past with me so that I know who I'm going to be in the future or what I'll have or what's right to have or whatever that is. But we, we basically try and determine and predetermine what our future is going to be. So we know how to show up every day. And I think we can, recognize that recently with what's going on in the world is we there is no safety with anything there is basically the world is changing and if we're not willing to change with it and be something different then that's where a lot of us get ourselves into into trouble and a lot of the unhappiness comes from is that thing of well all, that future that I just planned for the next 20 years is now gone that doesn't become an issue when you're being you go, oh, okay. Now, what will I create? And it's <laughs> it can be uncomfortable because with that you're also constantly on this in this place of moving on quicksand. You're basically choosing your life in every moment, which is can be an uncomfortable thing for a lot of people because it's like, oh, well, can I just like make a choice and then just have that as what I've chosen rather than making a choice and recognizing that if you're willing to be present in your life like that, then you recognize that you can change in any moment.
0: So what was it like for you? Like it is, I think it is difficult to make that shift. What was the, what was the shift like for you where you were trying to please everybody and to, to moving into more of this sort of this intuitive state what was was it difficult Um, for you it sounds like you were pretty desperate at the time but i'm sure i'm sure there was you you hit some crossroads along the way where it wasn't so easy
1: you want me to be honest (laughs) it was horrifying (laughs) it was horrifying horrifying because it's like i've got to a point i mean i i was a tradesman in australia you know i was basically this aussie bloke (laughs) and then from one day it was like from one day you know you know and i had a i was a tradesman also like had a tiling business doing bathrooms and stuff like that in australia so i i created my image as the aussie bloke now aussie bloke goes into this completely different thing where it's like you know what i'd like to change my life i'd like to be something more than what i've made myself as and i i got a lot of you know I got a lot of judgment from a lot of people who I thought were friends at the time, which would say, you know what, why are you doing that rubbish? Like, you should just be happy. And and I was like, yeah, but I'm not. So it was basically, it was really uncomfortable, but also so rewarding in every moment because I knew that I was on a different path. And I think that's the thing a lot of us give up on is we we give up our knowing what's true for us for somebody else's idea of what's true for them. Or what we should be in their lives and like you said with the the things that you know somebody needs me to be this and somebody needs me to be that so we're constantly we have our our basically our energetic radar going out there going okay so what does this person need me to be what does this person need me to be and oftentimes we we create our lives like that and that's when the unhappiness comes is when you get to a point where you go you know what i had where did the kindness for me go and this is where with like with that, see, we give up on all the we give up on the kindness for us, the gratitude for us, all of that. And then we wonder why we can't have it for everything in our lives because we don't have it for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I, I've explored this quite a bit, you know, and 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 I know that I, I'm absolutely my worst critic. I, I think I've come a long ways, but you're not um,
1: going. And yeah. and it
0: leads to so many of my difficulties in life because it's it's a cycle right you feel bad then you look to look you try to become happy but the things that you turn the things that i'll just again speak personally the things that i turn to in order to be, to to become happier Often are, are are addictive or are, are actually aren't healthy and maybe are temporary. They might they might solve the problem for a few hours or whatever.
1: I, I hear <laughs> Depending
0: you. on how much I have to drink, right? Yep. <laughs> so, anyways, it is a is it it is sort of a a vicious cycle. A, a question that's coming to mind is you've mentioned judgment a few times too. Yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, how do, how would you recommend people? deal with judgment is that something that you think falls away as people begin to appreciate themselves and love themselves more or you know is there some uh, you apply or yeah, yeah maybe I, w- I
1: wish i wish there was a magical one for this one it's well really i think terrible. i think
0: most people are like me and and their first mode the, the first reaction is is judgment like just walk to the store or just get in your car or just go to go to into a to a public event which we haven't done too much the last couple years but i think most people if they were honest would say i judge first instead of accepting first or just even being open or whatever like so yeah just if you could if you have any thoughts on that i'd love to hear them
1: well the thing that you said there about rather than being honest with themselves that's a really good place to start from and go you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best today to push down all these see because the thing that we do with judgment is we basically build all of these walls up with it around us going i am this i am this this is what's wrong this is what's right about me and it's going but we don't acknowledge it we don't acknowledge the judgment and for me it's it is still a it's a daily ongoing thing that i'm looking at because i still do it you know i still have things in my life where i go you know what i'm wrong for that or i'm right for that and uh, but but i also know myself i i know who i am well enough now to know that it doesn't create anything it just it destroys it 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 destroys it destroys you you know like we all know that when we like (laughs) You know, you might be having a great time and then all of a sudden, like something will show up or somebody will say something or you'll get a flash from the past or whatever it is and you'll go into that place of judgment of you. Our worlds compress, you know, but mm-hmm. for a lot of us and for, for a lot of us seekers in the world who have always known, you know, there's got to be something different beyond this. It just has to be. Um, <laughs> the, it's like we are the people that make ourselves the most wrong. You know, and, and it is, so it is this thing where being honest enough with yourself to go, you know what, okay, I'd really like to change this and then start recognizing when you're doing it and going, okay, so what would it be like here if I was being me right now and if I had gratitude for me, what would I choose? And being present enough in your life just to stop, because you know, that's the thing that we've kind of, we've kind of given up on this. We're not really present in our lives. We get into this thing of autopilot and go, okay, this is the way everything works. This is the way I'm going to live rather than being present in every moment. And like we were talking about before with the, okay, so what could I choose now that would be different and making different choices with it and recognizing that it's a don't judge yourself for judging yourself exactly yeah that's the other thing we'll do we'll go oh my god now i'm wrong again i've been judging myself today so i'm wrong again rather than just go okay it's yeah (laughs) and and so so many so many different tools but one of the things is secret because we fixate on our judgments we'll fixate on one thing and then we'll use that point of view that we have that's fixed to create the reality around it to make to to have that be what's real and true for us Mm -hmm. The tool with this is every time that comes up, like if there's judgments about you coming up or judgments that you have of your relationship or your money or your work or whatever. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Every time that point of view comes up so that you start getting rid of all these solid places in your life that you've decided is what is when it isn't. And being present with that and just go, you know what? Interesting point of view, I have this point of view until you start getting that space again of okay so if i wasn't judging this then what would i choose mm-hmm. but it's i'm not going to lie with this either it takes work
0: I've been, sure. I've been
1: doing this for 11 years and i'm still going oh man i'm still choosing that what am i doing yeah yeah you know yeah. but it's but it is a choice and i i do i do know there's a different possibility available. the have to be willing to be different enough to choose it
0: yeah exactly yeah there is a different possibility and and maybe it's part of our human nature to judge first and and but that doesn't mean that it can't be changed or it's not something that we don't have the ability to work on and and, and live differently yeah. yeah so you talk a lot of an unhiding i'm just wondering what is the difference to you you mentioned it in your notes again is there's a difference between authenticity and and hiding especially because authenticity is such a a buzzword today but it uh, is right yeah
1: for you notice sure. <laughs> that it's getting used a lot but it's like well for me the thing with authenticity is a lot of the times we have to prove that we're authentic so we're still doing that same thing of it's like projecting some image of ourselves to this is my authentic self or this is the genuine me hmm. with this idea that you need to be something that other people can receive in order to be you. And the unhiding, the 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 unhiding thing is that's where, like we've talked about, is getting really honest with yourself. Like I've had things that have come up. This has been, like I said, I've been doing this for 11 years now, but probably a lot more stuff has come up for me in the last six to 12 months with a lot of the stuff that I was hiding from me, like I didn't realize how much I still had hidden from myself, which mm. was all of the things that I was judging was wrong about. Because the thing that we do with it too is we, we oftentimes prove the opposite of what we've decided we are. So if you've got this thing of, you know what, I'm actually like, I really have a point of view somewhere that I'm a terrible person. So then we try and prove that we're a nice person. To be authentic or to show up like that, rather than dig a little deeper under that that lie of you know what I really have this I have this judgment of myself that I'm like somewhere not a nice person is once you start removing that judgment and getting underneath that everything has a gift to it once we take the judgment away and that's what I've noticed too is it's like oh you know maybe I wasn't so wrong for that but we learn it we judgment is something that we learn you know mm-hmm. like so if if, you're, if if you're a kid and you're like you know you're looking in the mirror and you're like i love me like i just love me and somebody says you love yourself too much or you shouldn't love yourself that much then we that's when we start learning okay i need to start turning myself down or you're running around and you're just happy and you just you know everything's just like let's do this let's do this let's do this and you're being a kid and you get told you're being too much that's when we start to put these limits on ourselves, rather than exploring who we are, and mm-hmm. it's it's basically just something that we're taught here. And like you said before about the thing with like judgment is the vicious cycle. It is a cycle that we can break, but it has to start with us. Mm-hmm. It has to start with us giving up on the judgment and actually choosing something different rather than going, you know what, okay, well, everybody else is doing it. So I might as well, too.
0: Yeah. It sounds like what you're saying is unhiding is being willing to face and and do the work and, and to face those kinds of things. Like we've been talking a lot about judgment. So yeah. unhiding would be, Hey, you know what? I'm admitting to yourself. I am. I am judgmental sometimes, or a lot yeah. of the time or whatever.
1: Yeah. And all of the things that I mean, for me, there was, there was a lot of things in my past that I kind of just hidden from myself that I was still energetically to a degree stuck in where I was like, you know, like things would, things would show up in relationship, in the relationships that I chose based on the way that I saw relationships and how they were chosen when I was a kid. And there was so many of these different things. I was like, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. But we keep ourselves kind of attached to it. But then we don't realize, we, and then we're going, wait, why is my life showing up like this? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't I get my relationship to work? Or why don't I? Why can't I seem to um, have any success with finances? And I mean, it was years and years ago for me where I was, I just, money was not an easy thing for me. And one day I was sitting there looking at it and going, okay, so if I was really looking at this and being honest with me, what, what, do I, what do I hate about money? Because the thing is, is if we, <clears throat> something that we're not creating in our lives that we say we want, there's something off there. There's something that, because if we, if we actually desired to create it, we would. So I started asking this question of, okay, so what do I hate about money? And the thing that came up for me was conflict. And I went, what? Conflict? And then I looked at it, and basically, when I was a kid, whenever, whenever money was mentioned or money was just in the air, it was conflict. It was fight. There was always fighting around money. So I remembered that as a kid, I went, you know what? If this is what money equals, I don't want conflict in my life. I don't want to fight with people. I'm just not going to have money. When I got to that one part, my whole financial reality changed because I looked at it and went, you know what? That's not even my point of view. But this is where I see a lot of us stick ourselves is we we learn these things or we we see what's going on around us, we see the people judging judging, and then we just go, oh, so that's what I do, rather than okay, what's once again, what's true for me here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
0: so I, I can see yourself unhiding yourself from money there. <laughs> and
1: it's yeah, it, it
0: making a difference. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: great. Yeah. That's great. Basically the way I've created my life is I have just, I go like, well, let me put it this way. Three and a half years ago, I was, I started working with this company, Access Consciousness, and was doing, was doing, no, three and a half years ago, I was already working with them. I started working with them about seven years ago and was doing schedule stuff. And then I was doing audio and sound stuff. I had no idea how to do any of that. And then three and a half of three, three and a half years ago, I was asked to be one of four speakers worldwide. That could facilitate one of these that facilitates the advance, advanced class in access consciousness, which is called choice of possibilities. And I was horrified. I went, "Me? Why me? <laughs> you know, why me? how am I going to like help people with their lives?" I, my my point of view about me is I'm still a mess. You know, like there's still so much wrong with me. But I knew I could do it, and I didn't know how I was going to. I just went, I just said yes, and. It's been an interesting journey since, but to a degree, see. For a lot of us, we try and figure out where we, what we need to be, in order to choose something, or what we need to figure out first, rather than just go, okay, this actually matches the energy of what I'd like to choose, choosing Mm -hmm. it, and then allowing the universe to go, okay, here's everything you need to know about it, and that's that thing of the with being you. It's this this continuous adventure and exploration of everything that you know that doesn't even necessarily make sense to you you know when you just like you know when to call somebody or you know what's up for somebody or you just or somebody asks a question and you have information that you, you're like where did where did that come from or something comes out of your mouth that you know about something that you didn't necessarily learn that's what we have as our knowing when we're being us and so the fake it until you make it thing to a degree I kind of did that <laughs> I just didn't make it. I want, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Let me just yeah. I'll get in there and I'll figure it out as I go. But this that's the beautiful thing about being is you don't have to get there's no finish line to it. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no end point to being you when finally one day you can get to a point I'm being everything that I am because you as a being, for all of us, we're constantly evolving if we choose to to become something greater.
0: Hmm. Cool. I love hearing client stories, and I'm sure you have tons of them, of people who have taken the course. <laughs> but I'm wondering if there's maybe one or two people that that come to mind that um, have undergone quite a remarkable transformation that you wouldn't mind talking about, anonymously,
1: of course. So many. Yeah. So many. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, I mean, geez, every every. Every class is something different. I mean, I just did a six call telecall called no more hiding talking about this topic. And it was, it was this uh, journey over six weeks, one call a week with a couple of hundred people on there. And we, and I said, Hey guys, I'm going faci- to, I'm facilitating this w- with you, but I'm going on the journey too, because for me every day is that unhiding am hiding thing. So mm-hmm. it was like to get the feedback from that of people going, you know what? this was really, there's points where this was really uncomfortable, but I have so much more of me. And that's the gift that I see with everybody who just, it's not. We've spent so much of our lives trying to figure out how to get somewhere. Like we'll go, okay, so now how am I going to be me? And we'll go into our minds rather than be the question of, be the question, but also allow ourselves to receive it and go, you know what, I would really like to get out of judgment of me universe, will you please show me the way to this? Will you please contribute to this? And then living our lives. We've made it so much about using our minds to figure it out. And we eliminate, we basically eliminate the magic that we are.
0: Mm.
1: You know, when you can ask for something to show up and then just receive it. Like I know for me, I've had so many, and this is off track to the question, but I might, I still don't remember one person in particular that <laughs> but, but I, I, I know for me like what the the times in my life where everything just showed up as if by magic was when i was being me mm-hmm. yeah and that's the gift that i see people get and i mean well i've had you know people people in seminars that i've done with you know who have been through a lot of abuse as a kid and they're just they're locked up in it you know, and then we work on that and they just, their whole, they look different, their whole world shifts, because it's something that they were stuck in something that they were making themselves wrong for, or still had all of this stuff attached to. And they, when they get free of that, they're just like, "Oh my God, I feel like I have me again. And that to me is just, a, it's a beautiful thing to, a beautiful thing to be part of.
0: Mm, awesome. What do do you think we're hiding from
1: us? How different we are.
0: Yeah, we don't want to be known as different,
1: or well, uh, how many people do you know that actually want to stand out? hmm. Yeah, like as a kid, I stood out. I was different, and I knew it. I mean, I was like, I ain't nothing like any of you people. But then when I realised that it didn't work at school, basically when I started grade one, it was. I didn't have any friends you know i was getting bullied i basically would just sit on my own and, and just i didn't know how to function so i went mm-hmm. okay so if i'm going to have friends i need to be normal and that's what i see a lot of us do is we we try and find where we fit rather than being that uniqueness of us
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know one of it the starts different-
0: young hey uh, we are kind of conditioned yeah. at a young age it, yeah. it's almost a natural thing and in, and in, and in, uh Elementary school and then in high school is yeah we we spend all of our young uh, it, years trying to trying to fit in. You're right. We don't want to stand. Anybody that stands out gets bullied or whatever or
1: picked yeah. on. Yeah, and yeah. Basically, and you're taught to to have the answer rather than like we're not taught to be the question with anything. We're taught to okay, this is the answer mm-hmm. to this. This is right. This is wrong. This is how you get to this, rather than what do you know. And that's the thing I love about access consciousness is the tagline to it is empowering you to know what you know. Mm. And that's where we start accessing the gift that we are. Because I don't know about you, but nobody had ever asked me that question. You know, what do you know about this? What's true for you? It was never about that. It was this is how it is. This is the answer yeah. you to come to. This is how it, this is just how it works here. But mm-hmm. there was never any change available with that. It always had to be a certain way. And I see like we we've given up a lot on what we actually have the capacity to change in order to fit, in order to fit in rather than go, you know what? I am different. I'm going to choose to be me. And yeah, it just, (laughs) it's way more fun. Yeah.
0: Well, this certainly seems to be a theme lately, not my last guest, but the guest before that Whitney and I actually posted a, segment of her video last night and it was all about how to capitalize on big she didn't use this terminology i this is how i this is the title i gave to it but how do you capitalize on big ideas and essentially she was just saying you know if it makes you excited you know that that might be something and then if something you know if this is sort of looking outside yourself but if something comes at you that sort of comes out of nowhere and confirms it and then her last step was to just take one step at a time like intuitively just take what's the next step and she was saying that what keeps us so often from accomplishing our big ideas or giving up on them is we look way down the road and we look at everything that's going to happen between here and there instead of just saying like you're saying tie it back into what you're saying you know what do i know what what's next what's what's the next best thing to do
1: yeah and that's where we slow ourselves down a lot is we'll you know We'll have something that we'd like to choose or we'd like to create, but then we 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 try and wait for all the lights to turn green before we even start the car. Called our yeah. life, like, we'll be like, "Well, oh, I have to get this right. I have to get this right. I have to get- now I have to see if it's going to work for this person, or if they're going to be okay with me, or if they're going to like me, or if they're going to..." You know, we go into this 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 whole thing with our heads of what's got to show up before we can choose, rather than just choose to get the awareness. And mm-hmm. I think what she said was brilliant because what one of the like what i did years ago when when i started looking at okay i'd like a different life was i started getting a sense of the energy that i'd like my life to be like i knew i wanted to contribute to people's lives i knew that i wanted to travel the world more i knew that i wanted to be happy and have gratitude for my life and i started i started like looking at all of these elements of what i'd like to have in my life And then I just started asking for them to show up and I started pulling energy and you just ask for it, just pulling energy from all over the universe into that. And then anything that shows up that, that has that sense of that energy, you choose it. And it was amazing how quickly my life started changing because it is that taking one step at a time and just going, okay, so I just, if I put one foot in front of the other you know that you're, and and you know that your desire is to create something greater, called your life, and being more of you, and having more of that. Then you start trusting you to know that you're going to move in the right direction.
0: What would you say to people that just <laughs> are kind of in a negative mode most of the time, and they know it? Like they just, you're you're talking about energy and pulling that in, and but uh-huh. it's been their M.O. for most of their lives that they feel like they it's they're they're never going to be able to change their energy they they know and feel like i'm not saying it's true for them but they know and they feel like hey i'm just not i'm not that kind of a person i'm not gonna i i can't my energy is never going to shift what what would what would you say to a person that's feeling that way
1: well i would well first of all ask. okay so would you like to change it because one of the things i've learned and i can I, <laughs> yeah. I can honestly say this because there's been a lot of things in my life that i go i'd really like to change this but then i don't make a different choice or i keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. right right and i yeah. know I, when I, that's where this honesty with self comes in is i go okay so the question that i ask a lot of people and myself is okay what do i love about this mm. Cause that's the other thing is when something keeps showing up in your life, there's something mm-hmm. that you love about it. And I, it was only recently that I talking about judgment, I started looking at, okay, so what do I love about making myself wrong when that energy comes up? Cause for me, I know because my world compresses. And I started looking at that and I was like, Oh, it kind of gives me a, it kind of gives me this area where I can slow down in my life. So just that see because we can't change anything that we don't acknowledge as true for us and that's why we keep going through life going you know what i'd really like to change this but it's showing up every day and i keep choosing it okay is it truly like to change it or do you actually love it and when i got this this has given me a lot of freedom freedom because there's a lot of things in my life where i went well now that i'm like on this journey of choosing more consciousness then i can't like i should like I should get it right and I should show up as this right image, you know, this right person in the world. And it was, it was one of the things for me, one of the big things for me that was just stopping me dynamically because I wasn't willing to look at it and go, okay, so if nothing was right, nothing was wrong, what am I trying to create with this? And just, and that's that plant switching your point of view and looking at it for what it is and go, okay, you know what? I kind of like being, I kind of like being depressed because it just it gives me control over, you know, it gives me control over people because then people want to make me happy all the time. And I kind of like that feeling or whatever it is. But if, if there was no judgment to it and you went, Oh, okay. That kind of makes sense. Cause that made me lighter, you know? And that's the other thing. Another tool is what's heavy is what's not true for you. Anything that's light in your world is actually what's true for you. And when you get to that, bit and you go, oh, that kind of lightened my world up. Now you've got a space from which you can change it. Mm. Boy,
0: some great advice in there. Yeah. So what's light for you is for you and what's heavy is is not.
1: And this is this is a big one with what's going on in the world right now because a lot of us are well a lot there's well
0: we're we're choosing heavy things, it seems like we're almost I have a friend who's big into recovery and he actually said this to me one time he said you know rod your problem is that you're addicted to being down (laughs) and it took me a long it took me a long time to embrace that but eventually it was like yeah you know there's some truth to that i like you said what that's a great question what do i love about being down what do i love about being this person that is maybe negative or whatever right that's a great that's a great question I, i cut you off there you were about to say something
1: well, no, now I can't even remember what I was about to say. I,
0: I, I feel like I could see it happening. I could see it erasing just, it. Well, you <laughs>
1: just reminded me of something else. Because this well, is t- the,
0: talk about that then.
1: Yeah. Well, this is that space of authenticity that that I was I was so avoiding being for a long time. Like I said, when I got when I started facilitating these advanced classes a few years ago, I went, okay, now I've got to build the image just like this amazing facilitator and blah, blah, blah. And once again I started losing me. You know because that's the thing that we do with image is we replace it with another image we go okay well that one's tiring now you know now that i've got this new job or now that i've got this new relationship or now that i've got kids or now that i've whatever now what kind of image do i need to build and that's what we spend most of our energy doing is building our images and i was having a conversation with i was having a conversation with gary douglas the founder one of the the founder of access consciousness and a couple of years ago and I I was having a lot of um, unhappiness show up in my life. I was just like, I'm just depressed all the time still with using these tools. And he said, um, (laughs) he said, well, you love being unhappy because then you can manipulate other people into getting them to do everything that you want them to do. And I went, Oh, and I realized that is true. But see, once again, without that awareness, without that acknowledgement, we keep going down the same path. And, And I went, Oh, you're right. I actually learned that as a kid. I learned that if I was happy, that nobody would be there for me. When I was unhappy, then people would be there for me. Yeah.
0: yeah so yeah.
1: we don't even we don't even know where we pick it up from, but we're living our lives based on what we've decided we are when we're not. Mm-hmm. And this I is can, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say this thing of like being really honest with yourself is this has been a tough one for me lately because like i said that image that i built and then getting on and like basically you know exposing yourself to other people and go, you know what this shows up for me too i judge myself too and i'm doing my best to change it and here's what here's what else is possible but that's where we start going beyond this image and actually into being us and and then someone will go oh my god I've been hiding that for myself for 20 years. Thank you so much for exposing that because when we set ourselves free, that's when we open the door for everybody else to go, oh, wow, if you can change it, now I can actually change it too.
0: I'm thinking right back to the beginning of when we started talking is it it, like when you mentioned you're a facilitator now you have to you have to put this energy into being this this facilitator and you know what and then you start thinking oh what does a facilitator's life look like and (laughs) what do I want people to know what do I don't I want people to know but then you mentioned that that your true self or me is actually nothing I mean, and and who wants to be, who wants to be that? Like if your identity was with being just you, just me, just nothing, that's a far cry from, and there's no energy that has to go into that.
1: No, no, because you have nothing to hide. Like we're using Mm -hmm. 99% of our, of our energy to hide everything from us. That's true for us. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you have that, you can get, you know, you can get on and go, yeah, I'm a facilitator, but you know, I'm having a shitty day too or whatever's going on but you you're the willingness to just expose everything and just go and this the the other thing that people get a little twisted in with this is it's not about going around telling everybody what you've decided wrong with you i was going to ask I'm, you about that
0: I, I think that's that's yeah i i think people you know stop at that point like well, i mean you mean i got t- tell, I got to talk about this. I think yeah. that's, that's, no. health. that's, I, hard, that's hard for people. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's like, but I knew, I knew for me in order to set people free in the way that I have a capacity for, I needed to be that honest with myself and know mm-hmm. that I'll know if I can talk about something or can't talk about something, or if it can be received or not received, but it's not about exposing you to everybody else. It's about exposing you to you. And that's the big difference. Cause it's like, cause that's where we've gone. That's where we've gone off from the start is we go, okay, here's what's true for me. And then somebody goes, you know what? That's bad. That's wrong. That's whatever. And then you go, okay, that's bad. That's wrong. Let me hide it. From you. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's really hard to find those people that you can talk to in that yeah. way that they're going to accept you no matter what. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the power of recovery actually, is you do find people that are in similar situations. Like you have experienced the same things that you have. And yeah. generally, it's it's a i'm sure people could, there's exceptions to the rule but generally it's a pretty safe people safe place to talk or therapy or whatever so yeah i always say to people choose your counselors wisely but um in the very least like you're saying i think it's important that we at least admit this stuff to ourselves
1: yeah that thing of getting honest with you it's it and even when that energy comes up or like you just like when it's really uncomfortable You know, and you go, I don't want to look at that, or I don't even want to be present with that energy. But it's just like, take another step would be my advice with that. It's just take another step into it and go, okay, so if this wasn't wrong, then what could I be with this? And that's the other thing with with unhiding yourself is please, 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 if you're looking at this or or making these choices to be more of who you are, please be kind to yourself.
0: Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. because that's that's we we tend to torture ourselves far too much, you know. (laughs) And that's the thing is, it's like we it begins with us. Like you Mm -hmm. said, it's like when we. I mean, I've I've realized it too. When I go, you know, what I treat myself like shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and that, but but that's okay. But it's once again, it's getting to that point where you're actually willing to have the awareness for yourself and go, you know. I'm done with treating myself like shit. I need to start being kinder to me. And the thing you said, perfect and beautiful about, we can't love other people if we're not, if we don't choose that for us, if we don't love ourselves or care about ourselves, we can't have that caring for other people.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if a lot of the animosity in the world is because there's something it's coming from people that, well, I mean, like myself, who we don't, There's something about us that we really don't love. And so that makes it really difficult for us to love others. And then we take it out on others unconsciously or whatever. So
1: yeah, and I could talk about that for days too, because there is a lot of, you know, there is a lot we can change in the world right now, but we have to, we have to be willing to be as different as we are and be willing to be the people who go, you know what, I'm going to have that caring for me and I'm going to get out. I'm going to do my best to, to actually start getting out of this place where I judge myself. Like even if, I mean, if ten percent of the population on the planet right now got out of judgment, or, or it's not even about getting out of judgment. It's the willingness to just to just work on it and work through it when it comes up. Because it's like we're all gonna have a few judgments of ourselves. This like the thing of you know what, I'm gonna get rid of all of them. Well, let's not start there. Let's just start with. Like, <laughs> but it's like for me, I get a sense of how much more space would be available in our world, if there was that many people willing to go, you know what? I see judgment as only destruction. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it for me. And I'm going to get out of this place where where I function from that. And that's where I guess we need to be us.
0: Excellent. I think that's a good way to wrap up. And uh, thank you so much for your time today, Brandon. Thank you. I really enjoyed our
1: conversation. <laughs>
0: I appreciate your time. And what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? They
1: can find me on brendanwatt.com or they can can look up accessconsciousness.com, which has got a bunch of facilitators around the world, a lot of free stuff. And basically Google it, you'll get thousands of videos on different things that different facilitators have done. And there's a lot of info out there. So check it out if it sounds fun.
0: Cool. I will say, as I was looking at your website, you do, are you still doing a lot of relationship work or is that part of the access consciousness?
1: Well, that's, uh, that's part with them. That's part with them also, but I, I do it. Well, one of the things I do is a seminar called relationships done different. And also I wrote a book with my ex partner who I'm still great friends with called relationship. Are you sure you want one?
0: (laughs) Great. (laughs) that's great that's great that's bringing up all sorts of questions i gotta stop myself that's that's good
1: (laughs) we can have another show then
0: yeah exactly yeah in the meantime people can check out your website and find out more
1: definitely
0: good thanks again brandon
1: oh thank you you've
0: been listening to fuelradio.com